NCAA news. You're tuned into WWE Hateville AM1100. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, Radio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. Hello and welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. What's going on? This is Ace of the A and DNA. Well, we bring the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. Once again, 404-603-8770 is the number to call in. Also live on Periscope uh, as well as Facebook. What's your thoughts, comments, questions about our year in review in sports, basically. We're going to do some uh, recapping on what all has taken place over the last 364 and uh, give some updates on what has taken place in the world of football, basketball, hockey, Major League Baseball, a little bit of everything. Um, but first, let's start with college football first. Woo. Semifinal games were played this uh, past Saturday. One game was good, one game was horrendous. <laughs> number one, LSU versus number four, Oklahoma. Did you see that blowout coming? Yeah. No, no, hold on. You saw a sixty to three blowout. I saw a three. I, I saw a three plus possession. So you win. didn't see that blowout coming. Well, I mean, 60, <laughs> I, 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 no, I, mean I mean, I, I kid. It's about sixty three. No, yeah. I, no, I lie to you not. You can call some fools at the barber shop. <laughs> I was like, Oklahoma gonna give up sixty. And they were like, what? And I was like, Oklahoma going to give up 60. Yeah, but we thought LSU was going to get up 38 too. I know. I, no, I, I, but, hey, 60 to 40. That's why I say a two to three possession game is going to be – I thought it was going to be high scoring, but I'm not surprised Oklahoma gave up 63 points. No. I What did I say? I think I predicted like 45 to 30 or something like that. I expected a shootout because I LSU, outside of Auburn, has been giving up 30-plus points. Yeah, well. So that's what I, I mean, continue to the, expect. The, the SEC this year, this year, has been more in line like a Big 12 school when it comes to airing it out, scoring points. They haven't been, across the board, they haven't been completely stout defense. You got Georgia, you got Auburn. From week to week, maybe Florida. Outside Florida. of that, Alabama. Georgia had, had a solid saying, defense. Yeah, Georgia, Auburn. Florida. Florida. That's about it. Everybody else, LSU, LSU's defense has been every couple of games. Sus- sus- I won't they've, say suspect. No, they've been suspect every been, game itself for Auburn. Well, they've been leaky. They've been leaky. Mm-hmm. 
you know, they've been leaky, but the offense has been consistent. Alabama's defense this year has been unusually been leaky. Yeah. You know, so, and then you look at, you know, everybody else outside. So, it, it hasn't been like the SEC has been a stout defensive-minded conference this year. But with that being said, if you ask me, could LSU stop Oklahoma's offense four times, one stop per quarter? The answer oh, yeah, is yeah, yeah. yes. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Could Oklahoma stop LSU's offense one time per quarter? Nah. Nope. And they didn't stop them for the first nine possessions. <laughs> <laughs> they stopped them once a half. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you know, outside of outside of LSU turning the ball over, I didn't think Oklahoma really had a, a, a fighting chance. I, in I this saw game. the game kind of somewhat similar to what happened in the SEC Championship game. If Georgia capitalized on that big play, basically to open a game. You never know what happens. It was another possession. Well, the first, the first three passes um, that, in that I Georgia think game. The handoff to Swift where I think he got tripped up. So, you know, it's like those one or two plays, no, it doesn't change the outcome, but the game is a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. the same with this one. With well, there was out. There they was, had some bad calls that one bad call. Them. Just one bad. Oklahoma had was, one bad call. Just one. The, and I wasn't the, even the, pulling for the them. Pass, but it was the, pa- the pass interference. interference. The pass interference. You got right. okay. You know what? So they lose 63-28. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. It doesn't change the outcome, but it makes the game a little bit different to where. No one wanted to watch the second half, but you watched the first drive to see what happened. When LSU went marched right down the field, scored a touchdown, then it was like, well, let me at least see if Oklahoma can respond. They respond. You're like, okay, well, let's see what happens. Then LSU scored again. Then it's like, okay, what else is on? They needed they Oklahoma needed turnovers, which they again they're not a defense. They're a, a defensive school which turns people over. So. um and, you know, you have a game here and there, but that's not their defensive MO is to, to generate turnovers. So, um, I don't know. If, if if I look at this Oklahoma team from this, the, as far as how they, their mentality on the defense side of the ball, you go back two years ago, they got way up on Georgia, and Georgia walked them down, and that wound up being a, a 45-40 game, you know, a high-scoring game. So, right. it's so, so it's not even – so even if this turned into a track meet, it still, to me, wasn't going to be – Oklahoma is going to be able to stop LSU consistently to to win the game because that's well, just especially not their when, MO. Um, once again, not having their best defensive player, especially a defensive end who could have put some type of pressure on Burrow. He yeah. got him out there looking like Joe Montana. Joe Montana. <laughs> but I mean, in, in the uh, Super Bowl against the uh, Patriots where they routed them, that's what he was looking like. But this, but this, this, uh, this, this defense. I mean, this offense that LSU was putting out there. They did the same thing to to Georgia. Now Georgia had more injuries on the offensive side of the ball. Their defense was pretty much was, the was, wide receiver. They, uh, they had multiple then, uh, multiple wide receivers. Pickens. Pickens. No, he's the, the one that got into the fight. They got suspended for the first the half, half, but they were missing. But the other guy was they were missing hurt. their main their number one wide receiver. Then they then they got too hurt doing the game. So most of Georgia's injuries was on the offensive side. And some were self inflicted. Yeah, but at the end of the day. Burrow was standing around there for five, six, seven, eight seconds against Georgia. He was standing around there for five, six, seven, eight, five, six, seven, eight seconds against but Oklahoma. But he ran the ball well, though. It, there's not a flaw. In it. They had, these last two they days. They didn't run the ball really at all. I mean, what's the running back that got hurt? Starts with an E. I can't pronounce it right now. But he was only in for a couple of plays. Listen, once you realize they secondary for Oklahoma was porous, why would I run? <laughs> 
Well, what was Jefferson? Four touchdowns in the first half. Four. Then Moss got one. <laughs> um, Chase had Chase one, had two. Two. Another wide receiver had one. I think. Yeah. He threw for nine. He threw, I mean, he threw for seven touchdowns. Threw for seven, seven touchdowns. Ran in another one. Um, so it's just complete domination. If I'm Oklahoma, if I'm anybody in the Big Twelve, I got the, I get the funny feeling Georgia's going to do the exact, some somewhat similar to to Baylor. I don't think so. I, they won't put up 63, uh, but I some think. Some of Georgia players are not even going to play because they're waiting well, for got to have a good game. Fromm has to have a good game. I don't think he has, and I'll tell you why. What you're going to get from Fromm is what you're going to get. Nothing that he has done since he came back from last year has changed your thought process about him, good or bad. Yeah. He's stagnant. So if you thought he was good, he didn't do anything to worsen it. And if you thought he was bad, he didn't do anything to make you say he's great. So he's exactly where he is. So if you (laughs) – whatever your original decision about him was, it didn't change either way. So whether he has a good game or a bad game – We can't have a bad game. Well, yeah, not against Baylor's defense. He can't have a bad game. That's – that. Granny, but not, you can granny. give him an excuse if his wide receivers don't play. But they, most you know of them, most, yeah. But so a, that's a, what I'm a, saying. A couple of them should be back. Right. So it doesn't matter. They should score thirty plus points. Is all I'm saying. But if they don't, I don't, I don't, I won't put any stock into it. I get you. And I think that most NFL scouts are going to look at the other tapes. How he played against Alabama last year. Yeah. How he played against Auburn this season. Um, to me, looking at Fromm, his best throw is that back shoulder throw for whatever reason. That seems to be his bread and butter. And so many teams in the NFL are doing that, especially quarterbacks. He doesn't have a big arm, but so what is nowadays it? you really you don't first need it. No. Second. If he has a good game, does he work no. his way into the first no. round? Nope. Okay. I think he was always a second. He's going to stay a second. Okay. I don't see anyone in the first round saying he's better than, obviously, Joe Burrow will be number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better than, um, what's your boy in Oregon? Uh, Herbert? Mm-hmm. I don't think he's better than Easton and Washington. Now, you know, some people are still having two in the first round discussion. But they're crazy. But anyway. But I, I already said, and I pray that I'm wrong on this, that he does play again, but I don't think so. But even Tua is ahead of him. A hurt Tua is ahead of him. A hurt Tua is ahead of him. Right I mean, now. we start looking at his body of work. I right, think. exactly. Yeah. And um, Jalen Hurts is ahead of Fromm right now. So, again, that pushes him second round. Right, gotcha. And all of those quarterbacks – before the season started, we're ahead of him. <laughs> so I, I don't have any arguments with you. There's nothing I'm pushing back on. Right. I, I think the way the NFL is going, he's if the pocket collapses, he's in trouble. And you gotta have a mobile quarterback now. You don't have to have a Lamar Jackson because yeah. that's a that's a unicorn. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. a one in a million there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you need a. a We'll get to Trevor Lawrence. You need a Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. People got two left feet. Yeah. Got two, got a left and a right foot. A left, not, not two right. left feet, but we got you a gotta left have hand. Yeah. Somebody that at any moment can break off a big run, you know, or extend the drive. It doesn't have to be um, 
Deshaun Watson. But well, you got to at least I mean, have a, a Russell Wilson. I mean, speaking of Trevor player. Speaking of Trevor Lawrence, he didn't really show me much with his arm in that game. They showed me a whole lot with his feet. He didn't show me much I think that arm. was because Ohio State played good defense. Yeah. I, I really do. And I think that Dabo did the best job of in-game coaching that I've seen in a bowl game in a while because he immediately recognized, let's get Trevor Lawrence running. Let's do this uh, RPO. Let's fake this run ETN. Let's pretend like we're throwing the ball, and let's get him out in space. Because they had no answer for that. No, they did. Yeah, especially the second half. Right. right. And, again, so this isn't working. What, what are we going to do to speed this game up in our advantage? And it was putting the ball in Trevor, excuse me, Trevor Lawrence's hands, running the ball to that point. The, the passing game wasn't working at that time. And the other thing they did, uh, everybody was talking about Chase Young for Ohio State not having a big game. I don't know how many times you have to watch the film of the game. We're going to disagree on him, but go ahead. Because they were shifting everything in the opposite direction. Now, the one play that he was exposed, Trevor Lawrence made a move on him. But everything was schemed away from him or toward him with – um, uh, crap, um, backside block coming around. I, I, so, which allowed everybody else on the defensive line to eat. I mean, I, that's one of the things. Now, he's gonna be the first defensive player taken, first defensive end, probably number two to your red skins. Hopefully not, but probably so. <laughs> but probably so. And, and, and that, and but that, it's hard, and, it's hard when I can now nah, basically double team scheme against you. And then the effect that you have is other people having sacks and tackles for losses. And if the other team, if the other players aren't doing that, then I agree he's not affected. Well, no, I I I I, I understand that. I, I I get I get that side with him. My problem with and this is not me watching him. I watched him twice against the against Wisconsin, which is pretty much a de facto NFL offensive line. Obviously, you watched him in this playoff game. Right. Um. My problem with him is. And, and maybe the numbers will show themselves as far as in the combine. I don't think he's fast enough to be. Uh, he's not to me. He's not big enough to be uh, a, a DN. A DN. Because because again, the two when you when you watch him when I watched him against de facto NFL lines, Wisconsin was doing what they, what happened to Beasley. He gets ran up the up the up the hash mark. He gets controlled with one guy. My my other problem with him is when you get him out in space. To me, he's not fast enough to cover a running back out of out of the backfield. He's not he's not fast enough to cover the the, the slot as you see mm-hmm. with D, DA you know with Jones DA in, down here in Atlanta and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's a tweener, which might be. So you, I was just about to say, so you call him Vic Beasley. And, and, and so and that and that's not that doesn't mean he's not bad. Vic what, had twelve sacks. And correct me if I'm wrong. And for and, the Falcons, what three years ago? And what we found out was, but, but it was also Cole, two. Exactly, and, other and people so, there. And he winded up, and, and Beasley winded up one on one on a tight end, or one on one on a on a running back. When for whatever reason the Falcons decided not to spend money on the interior D line, Beasley winded up now one on one with your left tackle or whoever your best lineman is. They shift the line now. He's he's you, yeah, he's, you shift things yeah, so yeah. you like hey, he's not gonna beat us. We'll let anybody else. But he's not going to be the but, one to beat but, us. What, but what, I, what I'm saying is if he's going to wind up being a number two pick, a number two pick to me, whether it's offensive or defense, he needs to be 
I don't care if I double team you, triple team you, he's going to get his numbers, i.e. a Donald or, or an Adamican Sue or you but know. But we've what I mean? seen we've seen games where it looked like Aaron Donald wasn't even on the field before. In the game against the oh, it was on Monday night, who did they play? Was it the Saints? But it was like he wasn't even there because they schemed against him. Yeah, yeah. If you, now, if, other people had uh, that thing. They, I think it was there. I think because Breeze got sacked twice. Aaron Donald was nowhere to be found Aaron, in the stat sheet. But, Aaron, but Aaron, he caused Aaron, havoc. Aaron, yeah, and yeah. that's what I think yeah. the same thing with Chase Young. And, of course, <coughs> it also it depends on who he's paired with. Yeah. and, that, and that's, We've seen Clowney look like the second coming, and we've seen him look like pure garbage. But, again, where is he lined up? How does the, the the D-line and defense put him in situations? Do you all of a sudden move him? They did that to, um, yeah, I think it was Chase Young. They moved him inside yeah, on one particular play. A, a couple times, yeah. Right. And by doing that, that allowed, you know, for a rush up the middle, which moved Burrard to pocket. and I mean, not Burrard. Um, quarterback. Trevor Lawrence out of the pack, out of the pocket. Made a bad throw. So moving him in different spaces and allowing him to do what he does best, which is rush the passer. I, he is a great player, but again, it depends on how he's used. You, that's it. I just he's gonna wind up being top five. To me, a top five pick needs yeah, to have yeah, some man. other intangibles. But but well, I'm, one thing I don't know his his motor. Like I, said, I don't, we, I don't we, know. And we gotta that, see that that yeah. that comes down to not just him, but. Any player, what kind of work ethic yeah. you got. If you got great work ethic, if you're willing to spend the time to get better, you're going to be a great player regardless of where you get drafted. Yeah. Now, of course, more pressure is going to be on him because, again, he's going to be the first defensive player taken. He's going to be number two overall, more than likely. And that will put the pressure on him, and we'll see if he can handle the pressure. Yeah. That part I'm not sure about. That, that remains to be seen. And it's a lot easier – when you have better players around you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like quarterbacks, sometimes they look like they're bad or trash, but maybe it's the wide receivers who can't hold on to the ball. Yeah, yeah. So when you get to the NFL and you got some of the best receivers I mean, if, if he, if he out wants, there, then you for, never know. For, for Chase Young, if he winds up in Washington, you do got carry in. You do got you got some you got um pain, you got some interior, you got some interior guys that he can hopefully wind up being one on one. Yeah. And for him, you, like I said, for him, because I'm kind of putting him in that Beasley. But you, I will I'd say, I'd rather have him. Already, he has more moves than Beasley does. Beasley yeah. doesn't have a move. That, that, it's just yeah. straight up the field. Yeah. At least Chase Young got two moves. <laughs> so that's a start. <laughs> that's a start. If Beasley, with no move, can have 12 sacks, then Chase Young should easily be able to at least get 12 with two moves. Yeah. Yeah. So and then do it on a consistent, somewhat consistent basis. Un- unfortunately, in this league, since they spread you out, spread you out so much, you you are forced to be in coverage, and that's the one thing I haven't seen him yeah. in, at Ohio State. I haven't seen him but in space in coverage. I don't think I'm not. Has, asking, I'm, th- I'm not. I'm not drafting him for coverage though. I'll, give me an outside linebacker for that. If I'm drafting him, yeah, you I'm be. drafting him. With one thing in mind, get the quarterback. So like, you, I don't care what defense you played in, 4-3, 3-4. You put your yeah, hand in the dirt I get you. and you go get the quarterback. Get That's it. 
Like, so, and, and I don't that, even need that's, you. I mean, you don't even got to know the playbook, and, and the that, rule. And I mean, what, the that, game that's plan. What, that's, what, that's it. And that's what scares me about him. I don't. To me, I don't know if he's. Again, I'm basing this because he's going to wind up being a number two pick, being a high draft pick. A whole lot more expectation comes. You know what I mean? We keep on talking about Vic, if Vic Beasley got picked in the second or third round. We would not be having this much talk oh, no, about yeah, him, okay. but because he was a first He's round, first round he was a first round oh, pick. You under you know microscope. What? You know what I mean? You under a microscope. Yeah. So that's the and so that's that's my question mark with Chase Young. I mean, we'll see. I but like I said, his body of work overall this year is great. You can't knock it. No, but when no. I start looking at the two teams or the three teams that basically have de facto O lines, they figured out how to neutralize him, and he didn't come up with anything extra. Well, we'll see. But they agreed. The second game was a lot better. I was surprised that Clemson hung in, and they took advantage of every single mistake, whether it was given to them or not. They took advantage of every single mistake or blessing that the refs gave them. To I'm, win not, that game. I'm, not, I'm not even going to blame the rest. Other than the only call for me that was the pass interference where he pulled them down. Well, okay, you got that one. But the only the call that we the only call really to me that was horrendous. Was the fumble that was a touchdown? The dude took three steps. Oh, okay. He, he, took, he took he took he took three steps. steps. I don't right. care which way the steps are going, just because he was taking them in backwards. Real spe- in real speed, it looked like an incomplete. But when and you slow took, it down, he took three he steps. Took three steps. Yeah. And so uh, that's to me that's the only that's the only real play because he took points off the board that they got robbed. Outside of that, I put it all on Ohio State. You can't wind up being inside you the red zone four times. You kick field goals. They get two touchdowns, and the score is 24-0. It's a different oh, game. Totally 16-0, you in it. But 24-0, yeah. you know what I mean? You you really put the seed of doubt. Even if they got one of those as a touchdown. I was saying, get, give me two touchdowns, two field goals. You know what I mean? Give me give you know, give know me 20-0, 24-0. It's a totally but different But 16-0. Ball game. That's only two possessions. I said that when I yeah. saw that. I'm like, that's still on 16-14, I'm in it. 16-7, I'm in it. I don't got to change my thought Clemson process. Clemson is a team that doesn't blink. They've yeah. been down before. They've been up before. They don't blink. They've been there. They've done that. They know until it's finally over, yeah. we still got a chance. And I I don't feel like people should be dumping on Justin Fields. When the receiver try, went I'm, this way. I'm trying to figure way, out what the receiver was thinking. Because at, at the top of your route, you <laughs> – So, and the reason why you know – He threw it to – now it might have been slightly contested, but I think that was a touchdown. He had it. The man. way he had it Listen, thrown. I, I don't know what the receivers think. Because if you look, he was in the he's on the in the slot. So it's not a fade pattern. To the top of the route, you're gonna have one or two decisions, right? The top of your route. Either you're gonna fade off or you're gonna come across the middle. Well you he know was what in the you slot, know, you, I wanna you say know it wasn't a fade. It wasn't, it wasn't a fade because the outside receiver so was, was already, already running that, that fade. So you're not calling two people to run the same fade. On the other unless the unless he saw the other receiver stop, like he was going to be a, a comeback route, but still, he led him to where the he got was to the be. top of his route and he hesitated, and then he instead of coming across the middle, he he, he, to he took he took the left as if it was supposed to be a fade. I don't blame Justin Fields for I that for don't. that. You know what I mean? Because um, as soon as he put his foot in the ground, he threw it. Yeah, like oh, that note. This is where it's going. Yeah. And you and you can see for whatever reason, even the, even the DB was coming that way across right. because he had help on the other end that had the had the uh, right. the fade route to the corner already covered. I don't. That's all on the wide receiver. Yeah, that interception is on well, the wide. Yeah. So even if he don't. And be, the thing about it was that was only Phil's second interception of the entire year. Yeah. He threw one in the regular season, 
and that was only the second one all year long. Yeah, so I, 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 I'm, I'm <laughs> I feel not, bad for him though. Yeah, I mean, you could also tell. Sometimes you can tell by body language whether it's his fault or whether it's because otherwise he would have patted my chest. Yeah, my yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. He put he, his hands he, over his face. It was basically it like, was like I, how? I, I don't want to say what I want to say. Let right. me, you know what I mean? Like I mean, everybody's yeah, watching me. I'm in shock, you know, as he should be. Yeah, but I also can't. my reaction. I, I can't. I'm the can't quarterback. I'm the, the bus. I can't throw him under the bus. That's so how I you just know. gotta be depressed looking and feel bad. Yeah. That's but, how you know when it's the wide receiver's fault or it's the quarterback. How bad does Georgia fans feel knowing you had this guy at quarterback and you could have won at least one national championship by now? I'm not antagonizing anybody. I'm I just, just want to lift the point. music on you for saying, just bringing that whole depressing thing up. I mean, right. <laughs> I mean, it's just like I'm sitting there watching this guy make plays on a messed up uh, knee. Yeah, he had a messed up knee. Yeah. And was playing great. Like, I thought that he was just going to be strictly a pocket passer because of the injury. And he wasn't going to have any I mean, mobility. I mean, t- but t- the way he played against Georgia would be in the playoffs if, it was, if we had Justin Fields. Because for that, cause just because we wouldn't have lost that Carolina game. That whole Carolina. Oh, I agree. So, that's just by that alone. So, yeah. We just feel by like, that alone. Yeah, it's a lot of womp, womp, womp over here. Well, I, I always ask the question. I'm gonna ask. The, I asked the question when Florida had Tebow and had Cam. I'm gonna ask the question now that when Georgia had um, had Fromm and had Justin, we we knew what the question was with Tua and 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 uh, and Taylor Hurts and Hurts. Now again, I'm gonna defend. I'm gonna defend um, Saving with that scenario. They weren't moving the ball. You got to win the national championship. You weren't right? moving the ball. Yeah, though. yeah. And f- so you do something to shake it up a little bit. But he opened the bottle up, right? Like that's in, in Saban's defense, he wasn't looking to open up that Pandora's box with, and then everybody saw what two it was. He if, he, if the if Hertz had been moving the ball and it was just he like, would have kept that he bottle. Kept in it, it, yeah, he would have kept. And, and he, he would have played Hertz one more yeah, year, yeah. and I would have had two. But but it was like, hey, I got to try something different to get us yeah. jump started. The next championship game. You do what you, you got to do. It, so he wind up open that. It's no feelings in the national championship, championship game. Exactly. exactly. You got, everybody got to yeah, put their feelings yeah. aside. So, But he opened up a, a can of worms that I know Saban wasn't looking to open It wasn't up. like um, Kelly Bryant at Clemson where and he I, was undefeated before and, yeah, oh, and, and they I were mean, rolling. And all listen, of a sudden, Trevor Lawrence comes in. It's like, wait a minute. They haven't lost the game. So why are you bringing that, this that, guy and, in? And I, and I mean, listen. Well, obviously, <laughs> he goes to Missouri and doesn't do well. But right. I... I to your point, I didn't see much difference in, in in other than Lawrence running that seventy-five yard, which I think Kelly Bryant could have ran the seventy-five yard. Yeah, he could have ran that. I, I don't, you know, his arm. It is, had to be something in practice. It's, that, it's, yeah, something that, that or the team responded to him or something. Probably. It had to be something. My so my question back to Georgia, same question I have back to to Florida. You can't tell me even in Auburn this year. You can't tell me yep. in practice. You don't see. Certain attributes out of a guy, and you don't at least say, "Hey, okay." Politics aside, who gives me the best chance to win? win? Yeah. And the way again, the way quarterbacks go down now. If you lose your starting quarterback, your season is it's over. over. Yeah. So even I not think too. that Alabama has shown you, hey, if you your number one goes down, you better have a pretty good yeah. number two yeah. if you want to stay in the conversation. And then number two guy didn't do bad against LSU. He didn't do bad against – I mean, he, he didn't do bad against Auburn either. 
I mean, I take twenty one for 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 twenty seven, two touchdowns. I yeah. threw two picks. You know right. what I mean? Pick sixes or whatever. But <laughs> you, I mean, but I take those numbers. Listen, I take if I'm a Georgia fan, I want to have those numbers. As a back, I like to be able to score thirty plus points. I know yeah. I can't do it with Fromm. No, Mr. Back Shoulder Throw. So, <laughs> but um, Ohio State. Again, I'm not blaming the rest. Other than that, that horrible. Game, uh, other than other than that, you can't be in the red zone six times and walk away with four field goals. Yeah, which Cute. is going to make for a great national championship game. Um, got two weeks to talk about it. Right now, who you got? Right now, today? Yeah, LSU barely. I might change my mind later. I I originally picked Clemson from the from the very start. I figured that they would beat. Ohio State in a close game and then beat uh I mean um, yeah, Ohio State close game and then LSU. But I don't um know. I, I'm gonna listen. Only because there are two there are a couple of things. Number one, Dabo's been there, done that. Fourth time yeah, um, four or five years. Yeah. Basically. Two chips, going for a third, mm-hmm. still playing the disrespect card. Another thing, LSU is at home. You get real comfortable when you're at home. Well, one or two things that you either get comfortable or you, or you, you, I mean, in this game, it all depends. It all depends. I feel being at home basically is a, is a advantage and not a disadvantage. It could be. That's why I, I don't know. That's why I say I'm, I'm going to wait the two weeks to see what, so nobody what goes on. And all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that's a possibility. If I was, if I was coach O, I would take them. To Mississippi, not Biloxi, but I'll take them to Ocean Springs, Mississippi. Yeah. Uh, the game is on the 13th, yeah. uh, around the 8th, around January 8th. All of us, we're going to, we're going to Mississippi. Yeah. We're going to remember the Titans. We're going to pack it in for the next five days. Yeah. Tell your family you love them. You'll see them after yeah. the National Championship game. Yeah. Uh, I, I, right now, you asked me today, right now I got LSU. Um, nothing about the Clemson game showed me that Granted, points for points that they can hang with LSU. Yeah. And so, um, nah, I'm not saying LSU. But the good thing LSU's is. LSU's not going to score 63. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like we know that. Dabo but, has two weeks instead of one week. But I know, but I, right now, I can almost confidently say they can at least get to 40. Because Ohio State should have been at 40. Yeah. You know what I mean? In this game, Ohio State should have been at, at 37 at least. But don't you think Clemson can score 30 plus two? Yeah, Ole Miss scored yeah, thirty yeah, against no, them, no, so no, yeah, no, yeah no, that's no, no, why I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not taking anyway. I, it's gonna be a good game. I, I'm just. I, got, I hope it is. I got I, LSU. I, I got is. LSU forty five forty. If you, I, right I, I don't. Now, I, to be honest, I don't want a uh, LSU Oklahoma game. Nobody I does. I don't want to see Nobody. That. It's not going to be that. But I, I, I got it. I got a forty five forty. Again, and because now it's going to come down to can. Burrow make more throws than than Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, and I didn't see nothing about Trevor Lawrence that scared me in that Ohio State game as far as him being able to dissect and pick apart a defense. I didn't yeah. see that. I've, I've seen that for the last three weeks out of out of Burrow's Burrow. Now. You know what I mean? On the road Is he at home, have the Heisman meltdown. All of a sudden, you, no, you thought that in this in this in this playoff game against Oklahoma, you thought that. You know what I mean? It was Oklahoma though. I, I don't care. That dude was it. Listen, <laughs> even if even if even if even if his wide receivers wanted to drop the ball, he was hitting them in the numbers, you know? <laughs> hitting yeah. them in stride. You He's, know, he got wide receivers. So at forty uh, right now, like I said, you'll press me. I'm gonna go forty five forty LSU. Bur- Burrow makes two more throws than Lawrence can do. 
right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We got more to discuss. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is 1100 AM. Be right back. You're listening to The Real 1100 AM, Atlanta's Real Sports and Entertainment Talk Radio. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Haroling from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Ace of the A in DNA. Check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WWE AM 1100 or DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than a Falcons, Hawks, and Braves fan, check out the latest and greatest in sports and news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NFL, and NCAA News. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolan-style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta. 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. Hey, I'm Murfinetti. You can say Murfinetti Collection is the newest, comfortable, luxurious, and trendy exclusive fashion line that fits its diverse clientele. From the music industry, to the sports world, to the judicial system, to the political world. <laughs> to the average everyday professional, Murfinetti Collection is the new way of life. www.murfinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com. Once again, you can shop Murfinetti Collections at murfinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com. And now back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown. On WWWE 1100 AM. Hello, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk, where we bring the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. 404 Also live on Periscope and Facebook. Before we went to break, we were talking about the college football that took place over the weekend. Um, your boy from Baylor, the head coach, 
They talking about him going to the NFL. Possibly. He ain't going nowhere. Matt Rule. You already said no to the Browns. He ain't going nowhere. <laughs> but you know what? I do appreciate him going and telling his team first. Hey, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want to take a job like that? That's all you got to do. <coughs> Excuse me. It just tell the kids, don't have them looking on Twitter and Instagram and yeah, seeing, seeing that you done left. Yeah. yeah, what's going on? Right. When you came in the locker room, hey, let's get ready. I'm staying. I'm not going anywhere. I'm a, and don't then do up going, don't yeah, do man. that. <laughs> but he ain't going nowhere. It's, just, it's, it's not a job out there. I know most people say, well, you want to get to the NFL. Nah, nowadays, the money is not compared. The money is almost one-to-one. So I'm making $5 million in college. Compared to maybe making seven million seven, in, the, in, in the NFL, but I ain't got no control, or or I'm wind up going to a garbage uh, organization. organization. Why would I want to go to Cleveland? They done fired their last three co- the head coaches in a row. Boy, so, Kitchens got up out of there real quick. Should never been hired. But anyway, but why well, why, why, why would they should have kept uh, Williams, who finished the year strong. Um, Greg Williams. Greg Williams. They should have kept him, but I understand. It's, it's still a bad taste with him with the whole bounty gate and yeah, all that kind of he stuff. He couldn't be a head but, coach yet. Yeah, but Kitchen should have never got hired. But why would I want to? If I, I'm looking at Baylor and I'm looking at Cleveland. Baylor. I'm, 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 I'm twelve. Knocking on the door. I'm twelve and two. Knocking on the door for a playoff this year. This year you and for next year. You know what I mean? I'm twelve right. and two. My two losses only came to Oklahoma. Correct. I'm, I'm a power five bowl game. Yep. Next year, I got a pretty decent recruiting class, and the same, you know, I don't, I'm not losing nothing. Right. Next year, as far as they, they should be this year's Oklahoma next year. So, again, I'm making five million, or you going to offer me a package deal for let's just say, let's just say nine million. You get a package deal with the Browns nah. for what? For a year and a with, half with Baker Mayfield. You're not sure. Well, Jarvis Landry will be there. You're not sure if uh, Odell will be there. No, I don't he, have. He asking to be let go. I, I don't possibly. have. I don't have no control of the stars. Oh no, no. Like I have they, control. They make twenty times more than you do. So why would I go? <sighs> I keep my. I keep my five million. I ain't spending none of it because I'm dining in with it and then uh, they in uh, Waco. And Waco, I can eat for free. Yeah, yeah. You the school, the house, the, the school, school, school pay for the house. house. You know what I mean? What? 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 I do a commercial, get a free truck. The weather good. <laughs> Compared to the weather in Cleveland, the weather's good in Texas. Maybe a couple of days, of, uh, maybe maybe one yeah. month of some cold. But outside of that, I'm looking at wow. 65 to 80 degrees, 10 right. out, of eight, out of the 12 months. Why would I go to Cleveland? There'd be no need to. Or why would I, why would I go to New York? I'm just naming some of the... Yeah, because you know the Giants I mean? got rid of the... Why you know? Coach, why would Schumer. I? Why would I go to Carolina? Nah, we want to go. I'm just, I'm just naming out. You know what I mean? All the, all the openings, correct? Wouldn't do it. And Bill is, Bill is a good look. Same thing with um. Now the only, the only place that I may want to go, I may think about, if I'm, if I'm, is Dallas. Now. Don't nobody want to be on the Jerry Jones. I'm just saying, if you're talking about as far as a prestigious, you know what I mean, say what we want to say, go, coaching at Dallas is like having an opportunity to coach, at the, to be a skip at the Yankees or to be a coach at the Lakers. You know what yeah. I mean? You have some franchises, just to say that you've been there, You maybe you think twice about it. You know what I mean? But I wouldn't want to be on the Jerry Jones. And I think I think he's bringing Jason Garrett back. I think so, too. I think – I think You know why? I, I was – talking about this earlier 
The older you get, the more comfortable you get. The less change you want. And so, the most control. Yeah. He can continue to do that. And the way they, <laughs> unfortunately, the way the Cowboys played that last game, he can point to it and say, oh, look, a Nate, we did this. But, you know, it's something that you can point to, i.e. Arthur Blank, who decided to, you know, keep Demetri Austin Quinn. You can point to it and say, oh, we went <coughs> six and two the last half of the season. Yeah. Or five and because it started one and seven. It was one and seven and five and two. Yeah. So you point to that and be like, look what we could have done. Six and two, they seven and nine. So again, if you're looking at it like that, the older you get, the more you realize. Let's just keep something the same. I don't want to try and make any new changes at this point. And that's what they're doing. Now, what I want to ask you though. Uh, for your Redskins, it seemed like Rivera is going to be the coach, but Marvin Lewis was initially um, brought up as a potential candidate. Which would you rather have? Neither one of them. I need an offense. You got to pick one or the other. I need an offensive coordinator. You got to pick I one need, or the other. I need someone. Uh, I got a young. I got a young. And Haskins, quarterback. Coach. And I need. I. Which one? You got to pick one. Come on, pick one. I guess I go with Ron Rivera. Okay. Riverboat run. Give you discipline. <laughs> you get the defense together. So you don't want Marvin Lewis? I don't think. No, because neither one of them to me now, neither one of them to me is head coach material. I like them to be focused on one side, side of the ball. ball. And if you're going to give me someone that's going to be the coordinator and the head coach, I'd rather that person to be an offensive-minded guy and a defensive-minded guy, coach. especially when I have a rookie or going into his second year, he's played less than eight games. At the quarterback position, I would because to me those two people need to be tied at the hip. I would go Rivera over Marvin Lewis, and that's just because Rivera he was liked by the team, and I don't know whose fault this is, but a couple of years ago, Marvin Lewis had basically lost the team, and they you could see that they really weren't playing for him; they were playing for themselves. They were playing for maybe another contract at another team. But outside looking in, it looked like even kind of Greg Olson kind of tipped, you know, his hat, so to speak, to, you know, basically saying, hey, if Rivera's not going to be here, then I'm about ready to retire. So when yeah. your leaders of your team, Cam, you know, has mentioned how he, when the leaders well, of Cam, your that's team... A, that's, that's the only coach that can know. Right. But when the leaders of your team got your back like that and realized, you know, hey, sometimes it is on the players. Coaches put in game plan. Yeah. Players can't execute. Hey, that's on us. You know, I think that that lends more to Rivera being the next coach rather than Marvin. Mm-hmm. I get you. As I, as I, I just personally... Listen, anything's better than Gruden. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm happy for that. Anything, you know what I mean? But... If you're going to ask me with a young a young quarterback going into his second year, hopefully his full his full season, and I don't even think Haskins was hurt for this last game. It was like, why even play him? You know what I mean? What 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 is, what is the game? Right. Let him sit there. So, um, you know, to your point, I guess out of the two, maybe we go with Ron Rivera, but I, I need him to bring in a, a solid offensive coordinator that he can tie to the hip with Haskins. Okay. And, you know, and so, man, they need to get weapons. I think the def- the defense is set. Granted, you they, oh, they granted so you don't get Chase Young. <clears throat> no, no, no. Granted, they probably take Chase Young, yeah. and that's fine. After that, 
everything else should be offensive minded. minded you know what I mean? After Chase Young, you're gonna you know get the best player on the board. In this case, it's gonna be right. you know. Um, but Haskins needs another weapon. Um, they need a tight end because Reed right. can't stay on the field to save his shadow. Um, <laughs> we need another wide receiver since we let uh, a couple of guys go to the Jets and you know they didn't they didn't sign sign them. So we need running backs because unfortunately Juice uh, uh, stays hurt. Um, uh, Peterson is long in the tooth, so we got to get younger there. So you know a third his round, a fourth round. Yeah, after Chase John. Best player available. As, as long as it's offensive. Well, yeah, yeah. As long as it's offensive, that's that's where their There's, focus should be at. There should be plenty of running backs. I mean, uh, wide receivers coming out. Yeah. And a few yeah. running backs, too. I listen. Do, so, question. Do you take, for this question, do you take Lamb or do you take Chase Young? Lamb. That's that's that seems that that might be the question for the Redskins at, at the number two pick. Is it Lamb or is it is it Chase Young? If you listen to me, and you know, I feel that that Chase Young is not that disruptive guy that you that then you know, you go lamb. then you go lamb. But I think you can get lamb later though, or I, even if you don't get lamb, you can get you can uh, find Chase a, you, from LSU. You can find you can or, find a dynamic wide receiver yeah, down yeah, there. Yeah. But but I listen. I something about lamb though. Lamb, listen. You give me lamb, and then I got Macklin on the, on the other side. Now I got a but one two punch. I think you punch. can get them in the second round. One of them. I mean, not Lamb, but I'm saying somebody like Lamb. Likely. I got you. Yeah, know, yeah, Lamb yeah. ain't going to be there past no, no, top no. 10. Correct. I don't know where, but he's going to be out of there. To ask. He's the top 10 pick, yeah. Now, looking at the Falcons, I'm I I am, I'm not surprised that they decide to keep Dimitrov as well as Quinn. But, again, I go back to what's the definition of insanity by Albert Einstein. Doing, doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. So at this point, finishing the season seventy nine, you get a pick six to beat your rivals, the Tampa Bay, which led Jameis to be the first quarterback to be on the thirty thirty club, <laughs> thirty TDs and thirty interceptions. But the Falcons scored one offensive touchdown that was throwing it to the O lineman, yeah, and they wouldn't have won that game if, if, if Tampa Bay had a field goal kicker. <laughs> they missed what three, three. field goals? It wouldn't have won that game. So it wasn't anything about. So after you decide to keep to keep. And everybody. say, you know, keep everybody. Well, the one thing, let me say, is that the defensive coordinator will not be Raheem Morris. Well, that's still a reason to fire Dan Quinn. Because he's supposed to be your defensive coordinator. coordinator. He took over the reins this year, didn't he? So you try to tell me. And I that's lose. when they went one and seven. And then after that, they started winning games when Raheem started. After he gave, after, it gave away after the play Quinn calling. gave away the play call. <laughs> I don't know where they went to, but they were bouncing around everybody. I guess Raheem had it the most. <laughs> but he gave away the, the responsibilities. Correct. So, so I guess, oh, so, so with that thinking, I'm guessing that Arthur Blake was saying, hey, if we had done this from the very beginning, maybe we would be 10 and 6 instead of 7 and 9. Again. When these guys get older, they start to get real comfortable and won't, don't want to make a lot of changes. And this is what has happened to the Falcons at this point. Now, the one thing that is sad is that Joe Burrow threw for 11 touchdowns. In two games. <laughs> and the, the Falcons have thrown for 11 touchdowns at home in eight games. <laughs> so, I, is that more of an indictment on Dirk Cutter as nah, an offensive nah, coordinator? That's an indictment on Oklahoma because seven of them was Oklahoma. That's an indictment on their defensive coordinator. But we talking about the NFL and you throwing eleven touchdowns in I that did, building, I, I, and this senior from LSU has thrown eleven in that building in two games. I get it. 
That's an indictment on the Bulldogs. <laughs> no, that's and, an indictment the on the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try I, and sugarcoat it. I try to sugarcoat it. Don't try and sugarcoat I mean, it, man. Oranges, they, nah, okay, so when Joe Burrows don't throw but five touchdowns his rookie season because he's going to be in Cincinnati <laughs> getting his head knocked off. That's different, though. Oh, it's different. Yeah, that's, okay. different. that's different. <laughs> that's different, though. <laughs> I'm, hey, hey, Ryan, I'm out here trying to protect you a little bit. Now. No, I ain't don't gonna save them, him. I ain't going to let him <laughs> talk bad about you. About a, uh, but I mean, look at it though. I'm, senior quarterback out of seven college, seven and nine, and you decide to keep everybody. Come on, man. Hey, Uncle Arthur, you cool and everything, but sometimes you gotta let it go. I mean, think about this. Because I, I tweeted out, I was like, man, that's some relationship goals right there between Arthur Blank and Dan Quinn. Think about this. You dating somebody, and on the the 28th of March, so that's 328. If I say that a little slower, some of y'all might get that joke. You were promised a ring. You don't get it. So the next year, you still dating. The next year, you still dating. The next year, you still dating. At what point do you be like, okay, this isn't going to work? Why keep hanging in there? Nothing has changed. I mean, everything's good, though. You get the I'm paying the bills. I'm paying the bills. The stadium be mostly filled most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Why? Why stay around for that? I got to a playoff game. You know what I mean? I met your folks. (laughs) But you done seen it. You done tried it on. Yeah, everything's fine. And you don't get it? And then you still dating three years later? Come on. Hey, listen. Come on. Three to five. He done did his time. <laughs> Three to five. Three to five. Do you give him one more year? No. And I'm not saying that he shouldn't be a coordinator somewhere else. He definitely should be a coordinator somewhere else. Just not a head coach. And definitely not here in Atlanta. So what? Is it, so what? So what happens next year? They go eleven to five next year? No. Eight and eight. Well, you the one that told me that schedule was. Oh, I didn't know the schedule. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't even looked at the schedule. Yeah, yet. they got the AFC West and the NFC North. And then your six games with, uh, your, you know, your, obviously your division games. A and eight. And then they go, they got one home game, I think, is considered a home game in, in London. A and eight. That's it. I don't see anything else there. Well, then, now, of course, anything can happen, but you got to play through injuries <coughs> and everything. I think the, um, what was the tackle that they drafted that had, but only played the last three games because he's been hurt most of the year. You know, he, he should be back and ready to go. So, that will bode well for them. But, yeah, I don't see nothing, especially based on the way Kansas City is going to play ball. Denver with uh, Young Jeezy yeah, on the yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. Drew <laughs> Locke. <laughs> little Jeezy. Little Snowman. Little, little Snowman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, little Snowman. Yep. If you haven't seen that clip, <laughs> that was hilarious. He, you know, the Raiders – Gruden did a good job trying to salvage everything from the Gruden and Mac trade. They were a game away from being a playoff. playoff team. Surprisingly. Now, San Diego is going to be San Diego. But again, Phillip Rivers one more year, you never know. Again, we always talk about the AFC, um, excuse me, NFC North, I mean South rather, being so tough because of the quarterbacks that you play. What Cam, when he was young, Breeze, Winston, even though he's 30-30, he can have a game where he can throw five touchdowns. And one pick, or you can get that one touchdown well, like five say, pick game. This, so this, now we look at the AFC two, West. Two games like Tampa Bay really probably should have been nine and seven or ten and six. There's, there's a couple of games that's on Winston, but there's a more couple of games that's on the kicker. Right. 
So you look at the AFC West. Who are your quarterbacks? Rivers, Patrick Carr. Mahomes, Carr. Yeah, we, we don't know what we don't know what luck is going to do. Yeah. So again, three solid quarterbacks that you're going to go up against. You talked about the North, <clears throat> um, Cousins, and eh, but the defense is great in Minnesota. Uh, Matthew cousins, Stafford. Cousins seems to have good games against the Falcons, though. Matthew Stafford can put it up. Mm-hmm. My Bears scratched at it, but the defense is there. Yeah. And then you got Green Bay. With but you Aaron don't know. Rogers. But you don't know Trubisky. You don't know who the quarterback might be. Cam right. might be in Chicago. Right. So again, you're going up against solid quarterbacks each and every week. Hey, Nate. Well, if I if I keep everybody, I, I'm keeping everybody because they all somehow told me that we're gonna be 11 and five. So I, I need <laughs> I need these lies to become truths. If you sat there and told told if I'm off the blank and you said, hey, now you convinced me to keep you, you gotta tell me next year we're gonna be eleven and five or twelve. And, and how? Four. You gotta say how. And how you gonna win each game too. I want details, I want diagrams, I want flow charts. <laughs> I guess he's gonna get that to the offseason. They I need a PowerPoint presentation to the last Sunday. Yeah, they kick, should have. Kick it on, kick it, make his free goals. How about last night's game? Seattle and 49ers. Uh, 49ers, of course, locks up the number one seed. Seattle by don't have no running backs. But they mismanaged the clock at the end of the game. Oh, yeah, too. But I mean, you uh, first and goal. Well, first was first 15 with like 40 seconds left to go. And you get it down to the, the one yard line, and you can't get beast mode. On the field to let him score the touchdown, you get a delay game that pushes it back. Of course, the pass interference call was huge. That didn't get called. Yeah. Because that gives you the ball again at the one line. You can substitute and go in. Right. But he blew that, which is not surprising that Pete Carroll blew that game and Seattle blew that game. But looking at the 49ers, solid team, playing well, and Falcon fans are looking at um, Kyle Shanahan like Justin Fields, like what could have been. Well, to we, your point that you had said, try your best to pay the man so he don't leave. Yeah, listen. You had a great run. Matt was MVP. You, you knew Bowl, for you knew for se- you knew for seven weeks Shanahan was possibly leaving. I'm on the mirror of the Patriots. The Patriots knew for eight weeks that Josh, Josh Daniel was leaving. And, and at the end of the day, you think at the end of the day, the Patriots mm-hmm. like, you know what? We don't have somebody that's as good coming in to for the position as the offensive coordinator. Tom Brady was like, basically like, pay him, pay him, take some out of my pocket and pay. If, we, if that's what we got to do, Matt Ryan should have been like, I had my best best season. season with this guy. We finally on the same page. Pay, pay him, <laughs> take money out of my pocket, pay him. Keep this guy. No, promise him, promise him. When I fire this dude, you can be the head coach. Right. Whatever it is you got to do to tell him, the stay. You stay. I don't care. That's con- what should have happened. And don't tell me contract was signed because Josh Daniels already he, had they the, ripped his he, contract. He up. already had the Mayfield truck in Denver. Right. <laughs> I mean, in Indianapolis, the Mayfield truck was in Indianapolis. They call it turn around, come turn back. Around. <laughs> Get back on 95, right. catch, catch 80, 80, Interstate 80, and, and come up and come back up here. You pay them. So, so I look at the Falcons' problem. The Falcons' problem, I hate to say it's like a broken record, right? But the Falcons' problem actually started right after the Super Bowl. And they haven't figured out how to, how to make it right. Every decision that they've made has almost been a decision based on as if they were – 
still a month away from the Super Bowl. Right. Has been the decisions that they've made. Like they're in a vacuum. You, ever, you know, you ever see a old you ever see a ever see an old guy and you knew what, what his best era, his best decade was by the way when he, he dressed? dressed? Even like oh, <laughs> the seventies was his era, or the eighties <laughs> or the night, whatever. That was it. That that and he he stays in that mode. That's how I feel that the Falcons right now, their decision making and everything they're doing is based on what they should have did the six months or those ninety days right after the Super Bowl. And and you can't live in that moment anymore. They're still living in it. That's the same thing the Cowboys are doing. Well, Cowboys live in the moment. Their best season, speaking of the, uh, how, how an old 90, dude was dressed, was 96, 93, when Jimmy Johnson got there in 89 to, to 96 <laughs> when he left. That's the mode that but they're stuck again, in. Again, that just goes to show you, though, you look at Jerry Jones. He fired the great Tom Landry. <clears throat> he fired Jimmy Johnson. Like well, they, we're talking about well, he did great. The, he did the he did the well he did the right he let Tom Landry go. Landry was already old anyway. He so, fired him still. Uh, and he still fired him, which was the right move. Was listen. He let Jimmy go. And the and the worst thing that could have happened is bringing in Barry Switzer who eventually won. Well, Switzer won. Switzer won because he didn't change nothing Jimmy exactly, had said. Exactly. Up. And he that was the worst anything. thing because Jerry could Jerry realized Oh, it doesn't matter then. His, I can put it, in other words, I can plug anybody in here and it's going to work. His, his biggest mistake to me was firing uh, Tuna. Parcells? Parcells. To me, that was his biggest mistake. Because mm. you didn't give Parcells enough time, no time to, find, to. to find a quarterback to really put put that team to, together the way it needed to be. Yeah, man. Yeah, Par- no, Parcells had Quincy Carter. But wasn't it Drew Bledsoe for, for, for four Quincy Carter? No. It was hot mess, hot mess, <laughs> Quincy Carter, hot mess. The last and then, cowboy to make it And then it. Romo. No, no, Romo. But he fired him right after they got Romo. Yeah. And they brought in Wade Phillips. Parcells never had a quarterback while he was there. <laughs> Not one to speak of. Parcell, or somebody said Parcells, he had Romo for what, one year? Maybe one year? One year? I know he can have multiple years. Probably not. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. We'll finish this up after the break. This is DNA Sports Talk, 1100 AM. Be right back. You're tuned into WWE Peakville. AM 1100. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WWE AM 1100 or DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than a Falcons, Hawks, and Braves fan, Check out the latest and greatest in sports and news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NFL, and NCAA news. Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Nolan style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. 
That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta. 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Heroling from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. Hey. I'm Murfinetti. You can say Murfinetti Collection is the newest, comfortable, luxurious, and trendy exclusive fashion line that fits its diverse clientele. From the music industry, to the sports world, to the judicial system, to the political world, <laughs> to the average everyday professional, Murfinetti Collection is the new way of life. www.murfinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com Once again, you can shop Murfinetti Collections at MurfinettiFashions.MyBigCommerce.com And now, back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. Hello, welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. What's going on? This is Asa Day and DNA. We're bringing the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. 404-603-8770. Also live on Periscope Facebook. Uh, we're just talking about uh, people on Facebook. I mean, Periscope. They were talking about uh, Romo was with uh, Parcells a couple of years. But again, an undrafted Romo who hadn't proved anything. He was still waiting to bed at that point. Rookie Romo. Yeah, so not someone who had been in the league long enough to establish themselves at that point. No, because after that, after after Parcells was Wade, then Wade got undermined by Jason, the cat. Jason Garrett, and Jason Garrett's been <laughs> there ever yeah. since. So yeah. actually, I don't even feel bad for the situation that the Cowboys is in. You put because, yourself in it, right? Yeah. Um. So, NFC, <clears throat> 49ers, one seed, Packers, two seed. They got to buy. Next game up, Vikings travel to the Saints. Rematch the miracle and uh, Saints Saints win this one easily. I don't know about easily, but they win it though. Easily, the revenge factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Kirk Cousins don't seem to show up when it's prime time. <laughs> Told you all about him. He got his eighty-four million though. Then you got the Seahawks versus the Eagles. Eagles backdoored in. What time is that game? I don't think it matters. Russell Russell has played well coming East Coast, which me and well, I, they, I think, you got to realize, man. Carson Wentz was playing with guys that ain't played in the NFL all year before. And they are, and they are, they've, been, the they've, been, they've been in playoff mode since week <laughs> nine, week ten. Yeah, it's been play, it's been every game has been a playoff. I mean, granted, he hasn't had anything, and they lost <laughs> to the Dolphins along that way too. Yeah, so um, 
I got Seahawks in that one. I, I, I don't see them keeping it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you actually got the Eagles winning this game. I think I, I always thought whoever made it in the NFC East, I thought that the draw if the draw was the Seattle, that would be the better draw for either the Cowboys or the Eagles. Just be, because of the injuries that Seattle has to the running game. And we talk about we talk about Carson not having any wide receivers. Now, Grant, he doesn't have his top wide receivers. But Carson has no wide receivers. Yeah, none. But there's a this, they this, showed that they're actually no wide receivers, no running backs for the Eagles was on any NFL team at yeah. the beginning of the year. Anybody. I, all, all, all I'm saying was They that, playing, uh, what was the movie? Invincible? I, I'm where the guy be, came in off the street yeah, yeah. walk. That's I, I, what they doing I, I, in uh, I'm gonna Philadelphia. Be, I'm going to be disrespectful when I say this, though, oh about, about Seattle's wide receiver court. Metcalf is decent. Metcalf put on a show last night. Metcalf is okay. Lock it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But again, what do the Eagles have? No, no, no. <laughs> and that's and that's the reason why I'm saying it. Now it would be one thing if if the the problem with Seattle is a lot of a lot of a lot that Seattle likes to do is off the play action in the running game. And they have Peace Mode to be ready. You think it'd be ready? Yeah. It ain't like the Eagles got a great defense now. I think I think I just think the, the best the best draw for whether it had been the Cowboys or the Eagles would have been Seattle. The the best draw would not have been Minnesota, Minnesota, because Minnesota solid on defense, and they have solid. a true running game, and they have yeah, with, high um, end wide receivers with, yeah, yeah. with Diggs and, and I, I got you. I know, that, I That's, that's what all I'm saying. So I give Philadelphia a fighting chance. They've been in playoff well, they at home, they, they, home, and they've been in playoff for playoff mode for a month and a half. Yeah, for a but, month and a yeah, half. Yeah, but you still lost to Miami in that month of a half. I give, listen, the, the Patriots lost to Miami too. Which yesterday. I that didn't so, make sense at so all to me. So that lost those. Well, three it does make sense because I told y'all. Brady can't throw it deep anymore. I keep and it. We can, and we can fuss about that. Brady don't have nobody to throw it deep. Uh, but anyway, I give Philadelphia a fighting chance. I am almost willing to say Philadelphia wins the game 24-21. No. And you feel and Seahawks Pete, win and the game. Pete, and Pete Carroll is going to wind up screwing it up like he did this last game. 20-10 Seahawks. 20-10 Seahawks? Yep. I'm going to go Philadelphia. 24-21. Okay. Uh, uh, Wentz outdoes um, outdoes uh, outdoes uh, future. <laughs> okay. Uh, AFC Ravens one seed locked that up last week. Chiefs two seed thanks to New England losing to Miami. So that means Patriots have to welcome the running <clears throat> game of the Titans up there. Who you got in that one? Do you trust Tannehill? I trust Derrick Henry. I really do. I do. Until I see it, I'm going New England. I'm still going New England. <laughs> Until I see now. I'm going to go. 27-24. Nah. Uh, give me 24-13 Patriots. Oh, they're going to they gonna start to run down like that? No, but they when they run the ball, they ain't gonna score that much though. Okay. I got the Patriots on defense getting one, not quite a pick six maybe, but setting them up real close. I stay with 27-24. Okay. 27-24 New England. Uh, Bills travel to the Texans. Both teams are ten and six. Who you liking now? Buffalo. I do too. 
I like Buffalo on the road a lot. Not not at a blowout, but I like them a lot more in that game. And I don't trust uh I don't trust Houston's coach. I got Buffalo in good defensive team. Twenty seventeen. Twenty seven seventeen Buffalo. Okay. They put the they put the clamps on um on Hopkins. Somebody else gonna have to go wild. Right. Um, but I I just don't trust preparation for um, what's Houston's head coach name he's under that um, Belichick tree supposed to be a quarterback whisperer um, I don't know why I was going to say O'Reilly but that's not it him I don't trust him O'Brien yeah. Not O'Reilly, Bill O'Brien. Yeah, I don't trust him. I don't trust him in being able to have Houston, you know, ready to play and, 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 and ready and there to go. Yeah. Um, Jaguars got rid of Tom <coughs> Coughlin. GM Not surprised. And they got rid of the coach. Yeah. They fired the coach today, too. Not surprised. Nope. They should Listen, they should have fired Coughlin and the coach two years ago when you had Bortles. Everybody right. knew not to resign that fool, and you lost your defense because you resigned Bortles. Because you resigned him. <laughs> that defense, that defense window was still it was still was open, still open to be dominant, and those guys threw their hands up in the air and was like, "You already seen, not even three months ago, if what you and we had place? a matter of fact, you called the game because you didn't trust Bortles and putting the ball in his hand. Right, that whole game, that AFC Championship game, was because you didn't trust Bortles, and you to turn around and assign him to a long term deal. The defense threw their hands up. That's when old boy was like, "Get me up out of here." I can't win with him. So I got to go. <laughs> got to go, got to go. Um, your boy A.B. Uh, worked out for the Saints, even though he brought his entourage and everything. Um, <laughs> Will he play next year? Yes. Wow. I don't think he does. And, I, and that's not just because of him being on the um, commissioner's list. Once a team, like I can't give. Interest in I can't give. I can't give a top wide receiver basement money. I'm signing him. And but it's him. It's not just any wide receiver. It's somebody that come with more baggage. What they say about talent. <laughs> what they say about talent. What they say about I'm, talent. I'm glad you stopped me with that question. I'm about to what, say something. What they say. About, what they say about talent. He, he, <sighs> now he may not play the whole season. But for the fact that the team called him in this late in the year, I can, I don't, I, I can do see. You don't think that's just the Saints just trying to thumb their nose up at Roger Goodell? Uh, I think I think some uh, of it uh, is. Some of it is. Some of it is. But I feel after week eight next year, it's going to be some team that's going to need a wide. Listen, if if he hadn't been to New England already, New England would have called him to come in there and and, 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 and to run routes. They need a wide receiver like they need, you know what I mean? I was gonna say something just now too, See? But, <laughs> but I just feel next year after eight weeks, there's gonna be some team, there's gonna be somebody that needs a playoff push, that's gonna need talent, still rules in the NFL, and I can get him at a bargain basement if just not for eight weeks, or seven weeks, or six weeks for a playoff push. He's playing next year. They may not bring him in for the whole season, but somebody's gonna call somebody him up call for him the up. end of the season. Yeah. <sighs> Okay. Because last year we were like, was somebody going to call? And we were like, no. And right. He, and he somebody got a call. Did. He, somebody did. So, and the, and, and, the, and the PR wasn't as bad as you thought it was going to be. 
The PR wasn't. The PR wasn't. I like, think it's he's becoming more and more sympathetic. That's the crazy part. Yeah, because the, they like, dude, got to be. It got to be CTE. Yeah, like, the, but wrong. the the PR wasn't like, oh my god, what are you doing? Like, you know what I mean? That wasn't. That hasn't been. The, you gonna get a call next year? <sighs> Let one more person get hurt in Kansas City. You'll be there. Okay, we'll see. They got child abusers and all that on their team. Yeah, some like, everything. If this, I mean, he's under this case, but as of right now, he hasn't been charged. He hasn't been found guilty of anything. True. We'll see what happens. Uh, let's shift to baseball. We'll, we'll talk about the hometown Atlanta Braves for a second. Uh, Julio Teron, of course, gone from the Atlanta Braves starting pitcher who's been here for uh, quite some time now. He now signs with the Los <coughs> Angeles Angels. Uh, Surprising. Only gave him one year, $9 million, though. Um, seven years he was with the Braves, two-time All-Star. Uh, this past season only went 10 and 11 with a 3.81 earned run average. He had been a starting pitcher out of seven years probably. He got the start every year except for maybe one. Yeah. I think <coughs> I, Angels got a good pickup. You, one year, nine million, you don't He can be, the third, he can be the third spot in the rotation. Yeah. He's not, you know, he's not the top two guy, but the third, fourth in the rotation. The only thing is nine million don't go a long way in LA. So hopefully he gets well, some of that brave money. He got some motivation to, to play well <laughs> to, to play. get a bigger contract. True. Uh low risk, high reward on yeah. that one. Yeah. Uh but the big one is Dallas Keuchel. He's headed to the Chicago White Sox. Three years, fifty five point five million dollars. Keiko was a Cy Young overall winner, yeah. And a couple of all-star appearances, too. Now, that might seriously hurt the Braves' rotation. Well, I I'm not I mad. Kygo didn't show up like I thought he – I mean, he, he didn't he, – Regular season was good. Decent. Decent. He ain't show up in the playoffs. Yeah. He went 8-8 eight eight with a 3.75 ERA over 19 starts. Was he worth $55 million for the Braves to re-sign him for a long-term? The answer to me is no. No. Nah. So that's, that's to me that's well, a good especially move. if you think to me Soroka, Freed, and I can't think of the other one right now is going to be your 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 starters yeah. going forward. Right. The money the money just didn't match for Kaiko. Now Kaiko came in and, and was was shut down and you know what I mean wasn't getting touched earlier. You know when, right. he, when he started playing, then that's something different. But he never he he wasn't the old Kaiko that the Astros let go. The Cy Young. Cy, yeah. We, we, didn't, we didn't get that out of him. Right. So. And on the table right now, Josh Donaldson, they Braves would, had only said they were going to give him three years. And I think with Keiko now leaving, they got like. Some extra, got some extra money. We got some extra they money. They need to keep we'll, bets. Yeah. Keep, keep some bets. Yeah. If we're going to lose a pitcher, we need to get some extra. Yeah, yeah. We need some more runs. Yeah. And that was one of the best things that the Braves did was put up runs, and especially after the seventh yeah. inning. They're number one in the league. Yes. In all of baseball. In all of baseball, correct. And I think that that was that's that'll be huge for them because he was trying to get for him a long term deal was four years, not three. And I think now, of course, like you said, with Kaka being gone, they can offer that fourth year and allow Josh Donaldson to stay. And at that point, the Braves might be decent. Of course, you want to get another. I I, I want to see somebody else in the bullpen. I'm not really worried about a starter. I think your starters are decent. They're enough. You can score enough runs, but sure up the bullpen because that was the the main issue in the regular season. 
is you trying to have to outscore teams instead of bringing in at least one guy and to kind of get you to the ball over to somebody and say, go with me again. Right. So at that point, I think they'll be okay as they move forward. Now, it'll be interesting to see what they do with um, what's the closer? Ah, I just lost his name. Mark Melikon. What happens there? And that's the fifth different um, person that they've used as a closer. So again, no consistency there. Mm, that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't bode well for them. But again, they got enough time to figure it out. We'll we'll see what happens. Uh, with the Braves and that. Uh, let's go hockey. So, who would be your top pick in the Metropolitan East? Quickly. It ain't but one team. It's the Caps. Oh, I, I, I thought you were talking about <laughs> they traded for somebody. No, no. Yeah, yeah. No, Washington <laughs> Capitals sitting number one. Yep, 27-8-5, followed by New York. The Islanders are back up, 24-10-3. Your Penguins 23-11-4. The Flyers, Philly, 22-12-5. Carolina's 23-14-2. The Rangers 19-15-4. Columbus is 17-14-8. That's it for teams 500 or better in the Metropolitan. In Atlantic, it's the Boston Bruins 24-7-9 have uh, made their way up to the top of the Atlantic, followed by the Maple Leafs of Toronto 21-14-5. Florida is 20-13-5, sitting at number three. Tampa Bay, 2013-4. Canadians are 18, 15, and 6 at number 5. And Buffalo, the Sabres, coming in barely above 500, 17, 16, and 7. In the West Central, it's all about the St. Louis Blues, 26, 8, and 6. Uh, they've risen from the, they were around 4th or 5th uh, a few weeks ago. Now they're number 1. Colorado Avalanche are 23, 12, and 4 in second. Dallas has dropped down to 3. They were 1. They're 22, 14, and 4. Our Winnipeg Jets, a.k.a. Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta the old Atlanta Thrashers. Atlanta Thrashers. Winnipeg Thrashers. Winnipeg Thrashers. 21, 15, and 3. They're sitting at 4. They were at one point number 1. Followed by Minnesota Wild, 19, 16, and 5. Nashville is 18, 14, and 6. And the Blackhawks, 500. Just like the Bears this year, 8-8. Eight eight. <laughs> <laughs> they beat Minnesota. That's all that matters. Leafs finished 500. But the Blackhawks are 17-17-6. So everybody in the Central is 500 or better. Pacific is back to Vegas, 21-15-6. Uh, Just a little shade of two points better than the Vancouver Canucks, 21-15-4. Followed by Arizona at 21-16-4. Calgary Flames are 20-16-5. The Oilers, 20-17-4. That's it for teams 500 better. Sad to see how far the LA Kings have fallen, though. Uh, one team that was in the playoffs three, over three weeks ago, now completely out of it. If the playoffs were to start right now, it basically be the, the Capitals, uh, the Islanders, and the Pittsburgh. Then you got Boston, Toronto, and Florida. Surprisingly, a South team is back in it. And then um, the Wild Cards are looking at Philly, Carolina, Tampa Bay. But, of course, right now, if I had to 
pick, I would say that it will be uh, Capitals versus Vegas Knights Stanley Cup. Okay, you got Vegas getting all the way there again. I got him again. I got him again. I, I, I think that they've taken a team and tried to put something together that was going to last beyond just being an expansion team of a one-hit wonder. And they've seen the the grind that it takes across the <coughs> two games. So I like what they're doing in Vegas. I, I like to see them make it. And go to Vegas. Huh? That too. <laughs> <laughs> that too. With mine going to a Stanley Cup final out there. They have their all-star game coming up in exactly a month. Um, the NHL. At a, and it'll be in St. Louis, I want to say, over the course of those four days there in the, um, toward the end of January. Now, looking at college basketball, so many upsets again. Who was it? Kentucky was supposed to be number one and got beat by got Utah. Beat immediately. <laughs> Why nobody wants to be number one? I think this is one of these years where um, you're just not going to have a dominant team. Like I'm surprised Ohio State is ranked two. I sat there and watched them. Play. I I sat down and a couple weeks ago and like really started watching college basketball and I just I looked and I was like. Is Ohio State ranked that high? I thought it was a, re- a, re- a replay of some <laughs> games from in the past. Because just watching, I was like, there's no way in the world Ohio State is ranked this high. To, and then and they wind up losing that game to Penn State. And so I was like, yeah. this is a, at the time they were ranked five. I was like, they ranked five and they playing this garbage? No, they were ranked two. Well, about two weeks ago, three weeks oh, ago. Oh, two, two, two weeks ago. ago. When I started just kind of watching. They, right now they're ranked two. Five. They're five now. They're back to five. But nothing about them jumped off the TV screen that I was watching the top ten team play against Penn State. When I sat down, I watched some other teams. Nothing nothing about these teams is jumping off the TV screen that, you know, they're a number one team or a number two team or whatever their ranking is. I think it's really vanilla across the board. And, and, you know, um, know, granted, there's going to be some teams that's going to wind up rising up and things of that nature. But... I wouldn't be surprised this year if you really do have some double-digit teams in the tournament really get far this year. Like, far, far. Like, having mul- multiple double-digit teams in the final, final four. Because nothing about these Kansas, Kansas, number Kansas, one Kansas. number one on Monday and got beat on Wednesday. Kentucky number Everybody. one on Tuesday and got beat on Friday. Yeah, you know what I mean? So it's, I, I, and I don't know how Gonzaga stayed number one. I, I watched. I looked at Memphis. I watched Memphis and uh, and without New James Orleans. Wiseman, nothing about them now. You know they're not scary. Yeah, so it's just going to be a real, really the the NCAA basketball is real vanilla this year. Because right now Gonzaga's number one at thirteen and one. This came out today. Duke is number two at eleven and one. Kansas ten and two is third. Oregon is eleven and two and fourth. You talked about Ohio State eleven and two at five. Baylor is nine and one at six. Louisville eleven and two at seven. Who got beat by Kentucky? <laughs> uh, Auburn twelve and zero. I don't understand how you eight and you twelve and zero. No, they're not giving them respect. I think some of that too is still biased against um, Bruce Pearl. It's got to be because you're the only undefeated team. Go ahead and throw them at number one, then let them lose next week. Yeah, like get out the way. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
But the more you leave at number eight, the more they gonna continue to yeah. win. And that's where they need to be. Uh, number nine, as you mentioned, Memphis eleven and one, and then Villanova is ten and nine and two. Now the other only undefeated team is San Diego State, thirteen on the Mountain West. They're ranked thirteen, but it's it's no team on here that is a clear cut going to the final. Actually, cutting down the nets. Because even you talk about Penn State being Ohio State, they're 11-2 and two and ranked 21st. So, uh, this is going to be one of those great tournaments. Well, yeah, it's good. I mean. Where uh, uh, a four seed probably could win it all. Three or four seed. I'm thinking ten seed. <laughs> Depending on matchups. Yeah. It's going to be all about matchups. Your ten seed, your eleven seed, you got to remember, they, they are championing, you know, Big Sky tournament. You know what I mean? The, Somewhere. Like, so, I just feel, again, like you said, about matchups or whatever, but I just feel you're going to have some double-digit teams really going far um, in the Sweet 16, in the Elite Maybe Eight. Maybe Elite Eight? Yeah. It's going to be one of those Villanova-Georgetown type things. Well, that's the same conference back when the Big East was. Yeah, but I'm yeah. saying they were an eight seed, yeah, a nine seed. Yeah, Villanova was, Villanova was eight. Yeah. And Georgetown was one. Yeah, the one eight. So, so that could happen. Hey, this is DNA Sports Talk. Almost at that last segment, but we're going to take a break when we come back. We've got NBA to discuss. There's a lot going on in the world, and your world is always changing. That's why it's important to stay connected. The latest news, the latest entertainment, the newest music. If it's in the air or on the air, it can be in the palm of your hand, wherever you are, with the iHeartRadio app. iHeartRadio. Over 1,500 live radio stations from across the country and over 15 million songs to create your own custom stations. Text IHR to 45495 to download the app or listen at iHeartRadio.com. Standard text and data rates apply. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Haroling from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Don, the D and DNA. Make sure you check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time through TuneIn Radio, iRadio Now, and iHeartRadio. And make sure you check out DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than just a Hawks, Falcons, or Braves fan, get the latest and greatest sports news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NCAA, and NFL news and highlights. Hey. 
I'm Murfinetti. You can say Murfinetti Collection is the newest, comfortable, luxurious, and trendy exclusive fashion line that fits its diverse clientele. From the music industry, to the sports world, to the judicial system, to the political world, <laughs> to the average everyday professional, Murfinetti Collection is the new way of life. www.murfinettifashions.mybigcommerce.com Once again, you can shop Murfinetti Collections at MurfinettiFashions.MyBigCommerce.com Are you tired of eating the same thing every week? Then wake up your taste buds and go to the best Orleans style food in Atlanta. Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta has the best Cajun-style food, specializing in seafood. The Jazz Brunch on Sunday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. is the best of both worlds. If you're a sports fan, they have several TVs and a great bar to watch your favorite team. Just be careful if the Saints are playing. Tell them DNA Sports Talk sent you. That's Copeland's of New Orleans in Atlanta, 3101 Carl Parkway, Atlanta, Georgia, 30309. Enjoy food and life. And now back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown. On WWWE 1100 AM. Welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. We're bringing facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. 404-603-8770. Also live on Periscope as well as uh, Facebook. It's about to get my um, Drew Locke on right there. Put on. <laughs> Put all for my city, and he won the game. Right, and right. You know I mean? Do all that, and you won the and game. And won game. Uh, went four and one over the last five games mm-hmm. for the Broncos. So congratulations to him uh, and the Broncos. We'll see what they do. Um, if you were in the city of Atlanta this past Saturday, it felt like Vegas because <clears throat> it was fight night. Uh, first time since 1998, actually, that Atlanta has hosted a, a title bout. Uh, last time was Holyfield versus Bean uh, 21 years ago. But this time it was uh, Davis versus Gamboa. And Tank won, 12th round. KO. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah. <laughs> I-, I was glad to see Atlanta get that type of sellout in the crowd so maybe they can host some another more. boxing match again. Uh, mm-hmm. You'd be surprised the number of boxing matches that are actually held in Atlanta, not on the, the main stage, but yeah. – um, Buckhead Fight Club yeah. is a, a major one. They've had it at um, what do you go, Revel. Revel. Mm-hmm. Revel's hosted one, but this one was, of course, was at State Farm on the on a national and international stage. And we'll see, and I guess with it being a good match, going twelve rounds, and then the knockout finally at the end, <laughs> having some of the stars in the building. Yeah. Saw Big Shaq sitting courtside. Yeah, I, I want to see the heavyweight heavyweight fight at Mercedes Benz Stadium. That would be something. You know what I mean? Get a get a get a heavyweight down. But who? You know, like whoever the heavyweights are. Let's get get one here. <laughs> <laughs> Say somebody, anybody, somebody, anybody, please. I mean, you got Wilder out there. I'm about to fight Flurry again. But oh, I mean, that, that, that is the fight that just got. Yeah, yeah. He beat him in what? Sixty seconds. Nah, that's like that. Well, I mean, it was a lot of the hail marys that was thrown in that fight. But you know, I mean. <laughs> A lot of pops. A lot of, yeah. Actually, <laughs> I, I know this is going to be an unpopular opinion. I think, I mean, I think it'll be interesting. I mean, I think Wilder's going to beat Flurry again. But I would love to see someone really go in there and box Wilder and not 
what wild is that guy that I think if someone goes in there and boxes him and actually gives him a jab and and and, and hangs around and, and long t- takes takes him longer in, in, into a fight, I think he can he can his stamina will be gone he at can, that yeah, point. He he's a not I somebody like, somebody shouldn't go in fighting. They should go in boxing. Yeah, he, exactly. He's a fighter, a brawler, not a boxer. And most so people go in there jab, look, step back, step, run around a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Get your jab point, again. Get your points. Yeah, yeah, frustrate him because he he's gonna he's gonna eventually lose his cool and leave himself exposed. Open. You know what I mean? So, um, but you hear that, that loud? And, and, he's giving away all your secrets. Until that happens, you. he'll knock Flurry out <laughs> in the first four or five rounds. Because Flurry gonna stand there like a uh, like a like a uh, like a mannequin and <laughs> take his hay <laughs> his haymakers and and see see if he can stand up to it. So, but I would love to see someone go in there and actually box Wilder and we'll, see if Wilder we'll, can box. We'll see if uh, and not, Uncle Arthur can pull that off. And have a, a match at the Mercedes Benz. That would be. I mean, you gotta gotta make these. Gotta give these give these uh give these what they call these uh, the holders the PSL holders something something to, else. Something, I'm, I'm gonna lose a game in London next year. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, real quick sidebar, does that mean that one of the um, nope uh, preseason games nope. is nope free nope basically nope. for them? I charge the same price for another seven. <laughs> nope. Man, they don't get no, a break. Nope. And I'm sure he's going up on the price. Yep. <laughs> but I was like, look, you're getting a dollar Coke, a dollar hot dog, a $3 burger. Pop, pop, right, pop, pop. <laughs> so, nah, nah. It don't, just because you lose a, a, a game or whatever, that don't change the price or nothing. Nope. Prices are the same as if you have And I a think full they probably game. went out this week, or if not last week, <coughs> to renew your yeah. season tickets. Mm-hmm. Feel bad for y'all Falcon fans. I no, not really. I don't. <laughs> so you know, give me, give me, give me a boxing, give me a give me a heavyweight boxing match. Uh NBA. Milwaukee Bucks. Man. They were on a seven-game winning streak, but they still they still top of the East, 29 and 5. Miami Heat are now number two. Uh they took over that place from Boston, uh, 24 and 8. Boston is 22 and 8. Number four, Toronto Raptors holding on tight <coughs> to a yeah, they, home round. They find home, them a real, they find them a real coach down up there across the border. They, they yeah, I'm surprised at how well he's done. Uh, 22 and 11 is their record. Philadelphia 76 is 23 and 12, currently the fifth seed right now. Nothing I've seen from Embiid and Ben Simmons give me any encouragement that they will make it into the Eastern Conference Finals. To, uh, excuse me, to win the Eastern, Eastern Conference, Conference Finals. Final. No, no, they can make it there, but there's nothing about that team right now. Right think, now, right now. I don't right think now. they make it there. They make it to the semifinal, but they don't make it to the Conference Again, final. Ben Simmons is two for five for three for the entire year, <laughs> while Joel Embiid is averaging at least four shots from three and, a game. In the words of our friend here at the station, Greg, he won't shoot. <laughs> Not that he can't, he won't. Two for five. He won't for the shoot. year. He won't shoot. And they don't. They they have to get a shooter before All Star. Yeah. You they know, you know they miss JJ Redick so bad. Ellis Sova. Uh, just having pure shooters around. Mm-hmm. I. You know. I, might sound crazy. I go ask Ray Allen what he doing. I just need somebody to shoot. They got the limb. Just just come in and shoot. That's all we need you to do. 
called Jesus Suttles worth it. Right. Is that desperate? <laughs> Is that desperate? He got game. <laughs> you got to do something at this point. Otherwise, you're not going to make it. I think I think it's, I think Ray Allen, prove me wrong, Ray Allen. I think your time has passed. But they're going to check them. How hard is it to shoot? Catch and shoot. Catch and shoot. That's it. Fade to the corner. Catch and shoot. But well, he don't get exposed on the defense. That's okay. We'll, we'll, <laughs> all Ray got to do is push him to and beat. <laughs> yeah. yeah play, him, play him to his left or right and push him to and beat. Yeah, he ain't got to stay in front of him. Yep. Nope. That's it. And then I'd rather have Ray Allen's 14 points a night shooting the ball because then that opens yeah. up everything yeah. else. I live with the the bad defense. I live with that. That's not bad defense. I just think you're old and you got no you got no stuff. It'll be bad defense. Well, it can't be worse than Harden. At yeah. least Ray would try yeah, to play defense. Yeah, Harden don't, don't play defense, defense at all. <laughs> so, but Harden give you sixty points though. But yeah, he do give you, know you sixty mean? points. My man ain't gonna give but twenty two points. I'm gonna give you sixty. 60. <laughs> that's my that's my defense. My defense is I'm gonna outscore my man by <laughs> three times at least. <laughs> but. You get the spacing on the floor because teams, yeah. you can see now, giving Ben Simmons the three, they yeah. backing it down, making sure Embiid can't Clogging do what he needs to do down low, which is forcing him to go outside. Yeah. I don't get it. Um, Indiana, 21-12, and 12, still waiting for Oladipo to come back. I think they're reporting end of January maybe, 1st well, of February I mean, he comes back. They've done well without him. You know, I mean, as far as holding, holding and then you hopefully play in and he be ready around. Yeah. You know, be back in the game shit around uh, playoff time. Right. Uh, seven, Brooklyn Nets, 16 and 15. What's going on with Kyrie? Head case. So it ain't got nothing to do with the shoulder now. He just. Nah, I'm just a nut case. And it'll be interesting. You have two head cases when they when uh, KD get there. <sighs> okay. Uh, eighth seed is Orlando, 14 and 18. We got a call on the line. Hello? Hello. Hey, can you guys hear me? There yes. You go. Hey, this. Uh, well, this is Greg. Um, What's up, G? What's going on? Yeah, all right, man. Happy New Year. Early, uh, Merry New Year, whatever. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Merry New Year Eve. Look, that's what you trying to say? So, in the, in the words, of, in the words of you, Greg, uh, Ben Simmons. <laughs> I know we just mentioned you. <laughs> how you say? It? Not that he can't shoot. He won't shoot. <laughs> Nah, man, like you can leave him in a dark gym at the top of the key all night. <laughs> why is it why is it that bad though? Well, I think he he is so one, I think he's so confident in what he does as a as a guard. Like he has he's a, he is a six ten guard, but he is so confident that he can get by anybody and get to the basket at will that he does he feels like he doesn't need to shoot but defenses have shown okay all we have to do is stay back we can double team Embiid because we can play zone now the, yeah, the rules don't, the rules don't allow you to now be able to even if you can get past everybody on the dribble the rules don't allow you to to, to play that way anymore because yeah, you can play zone now I can play zone. right when you, I mean when you had to play were, man to man then yes this was 10 years ago then yeah. yes <laughs> Well, no, ten, 10 years ago, like, zone was still, like, if this this would have to be, like, 1994 for Ben Simmons to thrive. Yeah. And, like, not having to shoot the three. But I feel like the way that they are at this point, whenever Oladipo gets back and whenever Kyrie, you know, I think maybe he just needs to see a shrink or something, 
But once he gets back, they will. Both of those teams will both pass the Sixers. Mm. If the Sixers don't make a move, and they need shooters, but who is there to get? Uh, I mean, Ray Allen would be. That would be funny. Yeah, I know. There's really no shooter to pick do, up. Do, do, right. do, do, they, do they do they do they make a do they make a push to try to get um uh what's with the Warriors? Um D'Angelo Russell? No, with the Warriors. Oh Burke? Burke no. is up for trade, I'm red. Well him, but I'm all, I'm talking about um Oh my goodness. Iggy? Iggy, yeah. Iggy's not a shooter. He's pretty he shoots the three more than you know what I mean. <laughs> no, no, when, no, when Iggy was with the Warriors, the, like people let him shoot. He yeah. would make it sometimes, yeah. and unlike yeah. Simmons, he's actually willing to shoot it. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying, who's out there? I'm just saying, as far as and and I'm talking about playoff experience coming back home. You know, people forget Iggy was in Philadelphia for some years before going to going to Oakland. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying Grant, but the thing Grant is, he's not the pure the shooter you're looking for, but what check the off Grizzlies, some other boxes. What the Grizzlies want for Iggy, no one's going to give that. that. If they want a first-round pick. Yeah, you're not getting that. Mm-mm. For a 34, 35-year-old, it would dollar. That's not going to happen. No. no. There, it's nobody out there. Um, you can go get Jamal Crawford, but that's still more of a score. I mean, it would help. I mean, bench scoring can help any team. It's kind of surprising that Crawford's not on a team right now. I know he's like 39, 40, but for he would still he played for tw- Phoenix because everyone thought he didn't have anything left, but I think he still does. Yeah, I think, I think so. he'll get picked up after the All-Star you, break. You, you asking, you asking him, you're not asking him to give you uh, 30-some-odd minutes a game. You're asking him to give you 12 minutes a game. Three minutes at the end of the in the East period. Yeah. Somebody gets somebody get in foul trouble. Okay, then maybe he plays twenty two minutes that game. If someone gets in foul trouble, Shumpert just got let go recently. But he's not a shooter. He's a scorer. He's a scorer. No, J.R. Smith ain't gonna pick up. Joe Johnson, score, not a shooter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, the, Pistons those, the, the, the Pistons had no reason to keep Joe Johnson, so right. might, that might be it for him. Yeah, that's it. I mean, at least he got his three and a half million. Hey, man. Hey. Take that money to the big three, and he good. Exactly, he good. But there's no, there's no. Excuse me, there's no shooters out there as of right now, as far as Ray Allen. That's it. That's Ray. I'm trying to get you a job, Ray. Two percent, <laughs> Greg. What you Cowboys gonna do? Garrett gonna be gone or no? I think Jerry's trying to let the clock run out because uh, he doesn't have to offer him anything. Maybe there's some kind of some kind of financial hit by firing him before January 14th. Mm. That's when the contract expires. But Just you, let the clock run out. We let the clock run out. Collect his card and be on his way. Mm. Uh, I don't think Jerry does him that. I don't think Jerry does him dirty like that. How's that not dirty? He's been getting paid for no reason for the last four years. But, in Jerry but the thing I, is also that Jerry has to have someone in mind that he wants to bring in. Like, he, he brought in – he fired Tom Landry to bring in Jimmy Johnson. Right. And then he wasn't getting the credit for those Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I can get anybody to coach this team, so he brought in Barry Switzer. Which, who did? Who just, who, just, who just sat around and had coffee for 16 <laughs> games, and they won one. So, right. 
So I think he he wants to be the guy. He had, well, I mean, he is still the GM. Well, I tell you what. Uh, how about how about this? Jerry, how about, how about to, Jerry just come down out the box and he just coach the team? I love to see that. How about just come down, Jerry, <laughs> and coach the team for one season? Yeah. He got too many other things going on, man. I know, no, 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 no. I no, mean, no, no. listen. He said this talented team. The most talented team. team since '96. I feel under his guidance. Uh, who was it? I think it was Skip said that they were favored 15 or 16 games. The only game they wasn't favored was the New England game. Think about that. You favored 15 out of 16 games, and you go eight and eight. eight. I I don't think I don't wow. th- I don't think he fires him. Because right now you honestly who, who we talk. Well, who, you can't get Lincoln Riley right now because the way they got destroyed. Well, that wasn't Lincoln Riley's fault. He's he's all. He's a, I, 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 I wish people would stick, stop trying to make Lincoln Riley happen. <laughs> but L- but I mean, Riley, you can't have that. that remember, your last Lincoln impression. Stop trying to make Urban it. Meyer happen. Yep, Urban Meyer. That's the other one. College yep. coaches coming up. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Urban Meyer can handle it. He are, he had enough pressure. Name me, sniffing name down in Florida. Me, name me a coach right now that wants to go to the NFL. Period from the college ranking. Just the one from Baylor. Uh, probably, yeah. the, probably the only person I can think of was like Lovey Smith. I don't know why he's still coaching in Illinois. Because it's easy. And no one's offered him a job yet. I, I, I just, Lovey I, getting easy money over there. I, I just feel he this, didn't have to move, yeah, really. I, I just feel this year and going forward, the big name coach that everybody wants to talk about at the collegiate level is, is dollar for dollar if I come to the league. For the organizations that are looking to hire somebody, Saban's not going back. No, Dabo's not going. No, I don't think Jimbo Fisher's going nowhere. No, why? What, again, I'm, um, all those guys are making somewhere between five and eight million dollars right now. So the most you can give me job. at the Kirby not going. Oklahoma Damn. coach ain't going. Lincoln Riley. Baylor ain't going. We just explained why I wouldn't leave. I, I, I don't even think. To- um, uh, what's your boy at UCLA? That was in the pros once. Chip Kelly? Yeah, oh, I don't even see him going back. He ain't yeah. going nowhere. Chip Kelly, keep, Chip Kelly can't – he'll keep talking about can't read a clock. He can't read a clock. He, so it'll be a recycle of coordinators only, in the, the only, NFL. only person I feel right now that probably wound up in Dallas would be McCarthy. No, he had too much control at Green Bay. He's not going to do that again. Caldwell would do it. Well, Caldwell, I mean, but – I'm, as far as going to come in and sit down and have a conversation, I think McCarthy wants to get back. McCarthy yeah, he does. Wants to get back coaching again. So, Marvin Lewis. No, no, nope. don't don't bring Marvin Lewis to Dallas. <laughs> Who would you want to see, G? Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing McCarthy. Uh, right. I would have liked to see Rivera, but it looks like Washington is going to hire him. Right. Um. I'm not. I'm literally on like the college coaches coming up that just had like recent success. Like Matt Rule is being uh, mm-hmm. the Baylor coaches uh, being interviewed. Um, I would like to see Jim Caldwell because he. It is clear that the Lions made a mistake by firing him. Yep. Yes. I 100 percent agree on that. The Cowboys and the Redskins are in the same situation. The Redskins. But are, I would. The, I would the, not the, be surprised the, if Jerry brought Jason Garrett back. On just back. like a oh, one, one year, year one year, he bringing him back. He not firing him. He not because if you're gonna fire the guy, you fire the guy today. 
Yeah, I, 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 maybe there's some financial thing that Jerry got Jerry's the money. Jerry, Jerry to got the fourteenth. Other than that, there's no other reason to not fire him. Jerry right has the money, and 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 Jason is his boy. So if he's going to fire him and give him a little bonus at the door, I would have fired him at eight oh one this morning. Yeah, he's not. He's staying. He's a, a one. You gonna get a one year deal. And like I said, the Redskins and the Cowboys are in similar situations. The Cowboys are three years ahead of the Redskins, but you got to bring somebody in there, and you got to marry that person to to Dak. And I, if I'm if I'm the Cowboys, I don't want a defensive minded coach. Well, you got to pay Dak too. You got to pay him too. So or franchise him. I think they're gonna franchise him for one year because I don't think he's worth the thirty-five, forty million. I, I give him that thirty he, that he could have got before the season started. I franchise him for one year, and if they happen to go ten and six or eleven and five next year, then I pay him. But if not, then I franchise him again. I do what the Redskins did to Kirk Cousins. I know what you are. You are what you are. You're not going to give us over the hump. You a ten and six guy. I'm gonna franchise you until you feel like you just want to go somewhere. Else. How much y'all gonna pay that, G? When y'all gonna franchise him? We franchise him, probably we end up paying him like thirty five million anyway for under the franchise tag. Mm. But it's a one time um, Yeah, just for it you know, it's you know, you go by the top five average of mm-hmm. the the top five highest paid, it's probably gonna be like thirty five or something like that. Uh he he wants forty, I'm sure. Um and he wants five years. Yeah. yeah uh it, that's a lot to commit to him. Um, it's a lot to commit to any player. It doesn't matter who the player is. It could have been Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. Yeah. It could. It could have been Tom Brady. Uh, that's still a lot of money to commit to if one they, guy. If they were ten and six or eleven and five, he would get it. He would easily. get it. You eight and eight, and you lost against Philly when they with had no, with no wide receivers. You played right. the worst game against worst Philly. Game, yeah. He's getting franchised for the one year. Our one year, Jason Garrett. Because again, there's nobody out there as far as head coaches that's going to come in and tell me, you know. Well, you got to put your fillers out there too, yeah, and see who's willing to come. And if you don't have the kind of guys that you, you want, want you willing to come, you, then stick, you stay with stay, you guys. Stay, stay put. Well, I yeah, think. that's that's the thing. Like, it's not going to be like when Washington franchised Kirk Cousins twice, mm-hmm. and they didn't really commit to him. I think the Cowboys want to commit to that. But, it's eight and eight but if it doesn't happen at the end of next year, they're got they have to let Dak walk because they're just not never going to come to any kind of agreement. The they're only, not going to franchise him a second time. Yeah, no, no, the, yeah the, they the, won't do it twice. The only thing I see for y'all that might make sense if they let Garrett go, and I know you don't want to hear this, but I just feel maybe Kellen Moore winds up being the head coach. That would be the dumbest decision <laughs> that Jerry could make. Would you give up your Dallas uh, well, right Cowboys now, play you, card? Like, like you're basically making Kellen Moore like Jason Kidd his way up. Right. Up the <laughs> well, listen. Jason Kidd was Scott Vogel on the team but, but, that's, but, but, but that's, what, that's what y'all basically did with Jason Garrett. With Wade Phillips. With Wade Phillips. No, Jason Garrett was gone for like seven, eight years. No, but and I'm, then came before back. he became the before he came to the Cowboys, he had been retired at least for seven, eight years, I, maybe I, longer. I know I, I, I get the retirement time out as far as just with next the, coaching move. The next coaching move, y'all let Wade go, and he was like, you know what? Let's hire, let's hire Jason Garrett. Yeah. He he was from the past, you know what I mean? He was on, on the well, Garrett, well, Garrett was already the offensive coordinator. He was brought in 
he was brought in to be the offensive coordinator before Wade was even hired as the coach. So, is so it time? Garrett was eventually going to be the guy anyway. Gotcha. Okay. So is it time to break that Cowboys trust, that ring of trust? You know, like the Cowboys are always hiring people who've been there well, in the organization. Them. Yeah. Break up the family, so to speak, and go get somebody from the outside. <coughs> You, you, well, if you if you fire Garrett, you have to. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're, well, you're not going to bring in somebody else. You're not going to you're not going to promote from within if you fire. Because the the story was that everybody was fired, the whole coaching staff was fired, but that's not the case. And that's the, so coming back. If, if so, if everyone's coming back <laughs> except Garrett, then I don't think that's gonna that's not going to fly either. And so. Garrett and you have to start completely over if you fire Garrett. And they're not going to start completely over. You finish 8-8. Eight and eight, <sighs> Garrett can go in there and have that same kind of conversation that uh, Dan Quinn had with Arthur Blank. Yeah. We'll Give see. me one more year, boss. <laughs> I make yeah, sure, but the I Falcons make, were 6-2 in make, the last eight games. I, I make sure Kellen Moore hands the ball over to Zeke Moore. Franchise uh, Zach for one year. Back for one year. We go. I mean, Dak. We go eleven and five. Mm. I can tell you how we can go eleven and five. Got the number, I don't believe it. We got an easier schedule because the number two, the number two seed. You know what I mean? How we gonna? Nah, that ain't gonna work. Uh, let's finish up NBA before we get out of here. Lakers twenty six and seven, one seed. Denver twenty three and nine. Clippers twenty three and eleven. Rockets 22 and 11. Fifth seed right now is Dallas 21 and 11. Utah 20 and 12. OKC 17 15. Portland 14 and 19. Uh, what did the Lakers versus Clippers game tell you on Christmas Day? Um, the Lakers, they, they, they're not there yet. They've beaten up on teams that they're supposed to beat. But yeah. they're not there yet. They need, they still need shooters. They need a shooter. They need too. shooters. They need yeah. shooters too. They, they like shooters. Shooters. They need I think. Like LeBron needs to convince uh, the team to trade for Kyle Korver or something. I don't know. Yeah, something. Is Kuzma that. gonna get run up out of town? I think he's gonna get run out of town by his trainer posting that kind of stuff. Now the backstory is the trainer used to work uh, work out um, Kawhi, which is why he said he was better than LeBron and you know made some other stuff. And then LeBron, you know, of course dismissed the trainer. I think Kuzma gonna be gone. He on the training block. LeBron controls everything. We always talk about how he controls the narrative. Yeah, Kuzma will get traded. Well, bring him to the Kuzma East. was already on the trading block before this. <laughs> so this just this just a nail in the coffin. Yeah, what, what <laughs> it's I learned, gonna happen. What I learned out of that game is the Clippers will beat them in seven. <laughs> That's what I learned. I learned. I learned that, that. How you let Pat Bev do you up like that? Purposely. They purposely switched the smallest <laughs> guy on the court and put him on LeBron. Purposely. Coaching, that's the reason why in a seven-game series. Doc got it. Doc got it. Doc is going, he's a better coach than, than uh, Frank Vogel. And, and he's a better coach than Jason Kidd. Kid. <laughs> so I don't care if they let Frank Vogel go and bring a kid this year. Well, he's a better coach than LeBron, as you're saying. That, that too. All three of them. <laughs> so that's, that's Does why. he have Tyron Lue on his staff? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know yeah. Yeah. He does. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Clippers are a better team, and and then they get and they'll make a move before trading to get to get Seriously. better. Well, they're looking at um cat. 
Carl Anthony Towns. Was Golden State. No, I'm sorry. That's, that's, I'm sorry. That's Golden State. My bad. Right. That's Golden State. Yeah. No, they don't, need, they don't need size. They need no. they, they need an extra shooter too. Yeah. Listen, I went to All Star and I bring I I now talking about an extra score. Go get Kuzma. No, I go <laughs> I go and get my man. We just talking about Jamal that. Crawford. Jamal Crawford. I bring Jamal Crawford back. That way, that way, then if you wanted to, you can slide. Um, you can slide. Um, um, My trail or no? Uh, the other Lou. You can slide Lou into the start, and nah, then I, keep Lou I mean, six man. I know, but I'm just saying, if you know injuries, foul trouble, matchups, or whatever, whatever. Now I got flexibility. You know what I mean? I can have, or I can again keep Lou on the bench. Now I can bring in almost a whole new starting five with 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 Lou and and, and Crawford. That's what that's what that game showed me. The what Clippers I saw, are, the Clippers I saw, are better than the Lakers in the in seven, seven game, game series. series. Yeah. One game, eh, but the seven game series, Clippers out the edge. That's what I saw. The other the other Christmas games were okay. Yeah, it wasn't I mean, nothing. The, I mean, I, I, I didn't learn I, anything. I was surprised by game. Golden State, but I also know they got heart. They got heart. They got heart. And we were talking and about coaching or whatever. They I got think, heart. I think. And oh, so speaking of. Golden State or whatever. This is the only year LeBron better make the finals because he's not making it after next year. Because Golden State going to mess around and get cat. They're going to mess around and get a lottery pick, and then they bring <laughs> and they get everybody back that, healthy next year. Uh, they're gonna run roughshod. Do you agree, Greg? Oh, I I agree because right, I think they, they'll get a top three pick. Yeah. And then someone, some teams are like, hey, we'll give you this guy. We'll give you our best player for that pick. And then you know everyone will be will be back. And, now, so, and, yeah. and everybody talking noise, taking their shots now. They write names. They write to, names down right going, now. Yeah, yeah. They, they making their hit list. <laughs> they making their hit list. Oh, you thought we were bad two years ago. I know when I'm shooting a three and I'm turning, walking around. This is better to get real disrespectful. Yeah. So this this year for LeBron <laughs> is it? Like he better get there, win, do whatever he need to do because <laughs> it's the the big boys is coming back with Avengers Drown next year. I don't see them. G, we got to go. Let everybody know how they can reach you, man. You can follow me on uh, Instagram at G Plays It Cool. And uh, also our show, uh, SRT Radio. We have a best of on New Year's Day and a three point conversion every Saturday on the Real 1100 at 10 a.m. Hey, appreciate you, Greg. You be busy. I know. <laughs> you might want to fly with them Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one other thing NBA history the other day. Drew, Justin, and Aaron Holiday, three, three brothers, brothers, all playing the same, same team game. one time. LeBron's injury, his groin, don't buy it. <laughs> oh, no, nah, I don't buy none of that. Congratulations, though, LeBron. Um, Dick, uh, male athlete decade. Good years. Year. And, and Serena, the and female, Serena the female decade. Congratulations year. to both of them. Serena go um, win. Gonna win before next we get year. out here, biggest takeaway from this past year in sports? Um... Uh, Maybe the, the Nationals winning the World Series. I, was I think that, yeah, that might be the, the biggest shock. Cause, um, Actually, two things. The Nationals winning the World Series and Toronto Raptors winning the NBA championship. No, because they had a path kind of laid for them. Laid for them? Yeah. But definitely the Nationals. But definitely the Nationals, the Nationals. yeah. Um, college football, uh, Clemson won, so that wasn't a, a big shock. Um yeah, who won the Super Bowl? Patriots won the Patriots Super Bowl won, last yeah, year, so yeah. that wasn't a big shot. Well, the way they played, how bad they played. How bad the game was. Yeah. It was 16-6. Or something like that, yeah. But, yeah, the biggest shot was probably the Nationals. The Nationals, yeah. And the way they did it, yeah. Wild card and, and 
Yeah. Winning all four games at home. At home. I mean, on I mean, the road. On the road. They so won on all the road. four games on the road. Nobody in the World Series won a home, won a home, home game. game. Yeah, so that was the biggest uh, shocker. Uh, appreciate you all tuning in. We will see you next year. 2020. Uh, yes, sir. Your vision, right? Because <laughs> you can always find DNA Sports Talk on Twitter. DNA Sports Talk on Instagram. DNA Sports Talk on Facebook. DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat. Reach us directly. DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Website. www.dnasportstalk.com. See you back here next year on Monday. On WWE 1100 AM. Peace. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, Radio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agents.